What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Grind Podcast, where I talk about hunting, entrepreneurship, fitness, and the daily grind and what it takes to earn success. I'm your host, Eric Van Workham. We have Aaron here, Peyton here. We're going to talk about some of the news updates here at, at Muley Freak HQ, um, some of the upcoming projects we've been working on, products, uh, giving an update kind of on our uh, fitness journey and ultimately to, you know, become better hunting athletes and and be better at our craft and then uh have a little message and then we'll talk about um some current events so without further ado what's up guys what's up hi what's up yeah so let's talk about first what we've been working on for two years uh this is a big deal i know it's something that's near and dear to aaron and i and something we're super proud of we finally have our bino harness in production and it's been one of the most challenging slash frustrating um, experiences of my career. And But with that, there's been a lot of learning that's come from it. I don't know how you feel right now. We're about, we're about probably 60 days out. Yeah, it's uh, frustrating would be an understatement. I think it has been a very long process. A lot of super low lows. <laughs> But yeah, so we've we've had a lot of low lows with it, but um, we're excited because we're just about there finally, and we're absolutely elated about the product too. Yeah, absolutely. And the devil's in the details with this thing, and I think that's why we've been so persnickety about every single element of this vinyl harness, is because you're not successful in anything unless you dive into the details. And what I mean specifically is think about your arrow, you know, think about how it's fletched and how it's cut, how your bow is tuned and to letting that arrow fly and successfully, you know, hitting your mark on that animal. Or let's talk about a step before that, the stock, everything on that stock has to be almost absolutely perfect for it to work out unless you just get just lucky. And I don't like leaving my chance to luck. Because chances are you're not going to get lucky. And so I think about if you parallel that with like how we've kind of designed this harness, you can't just throw a, some some stitching and some material together and be like, hey, run this. Because you want to be efficient on how you place um, your wind checker on the side pocket that you can have the front lid open and still be able to access it efficiently. You've got to have a front pocket that's actually usable. Um you, you've got to have it so it doesn't hurt your neck or rub your, your uh, shoulders raw with the straps that come around. You've got to make sure it still breathes. You've got to make sure it's quiet for the bow hunter and the rifle hunter alike. And so it's like there's so many elements and so many details. You don't want it too bulky, but you want it compact. But you don't want it too compact because, yeah. the, I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah, and then you've got to think about fitting all these different uh, binoculars because not everyone runs the same binocular, you know? It, there's there's so many different and intricate details that went into this that um, that ultimately led us to this point and years of putting this together. And we're not going to tell you the name of it yet. Um, it's not going to be the Traverse 2.1. It's not going to be the Ver- Traverse 3.0. <laughs> it's going to be something completely different. Now, we're, with that said, we're still going to keep the Traverse around because we feel like it's awesome. And In fact, we added some upgrades to the Traverse, and that thing's still going to be awesome. 
And so we're going to keep that one around. This isn't going to replace that. It's just going to have some more options. Both of them are going to be super sexy. But, um, yeah, the, 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 the new one, we'll call it until we t- ultimately un- un- unveil uh, the name of it. Um, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, what I want people to know about it too is just how much time we – I mean, we've probably went through and tested five different versions of this. Um, if you follow us on, you know, social, you know, on YouTube, which I assume most of you who are listening do, you'll notice Eric and I have worn all these different ones on different hunts. So we've put the time behind it and the work behind it and made sure it's exactly what we want. So, and we want to wear backpacks with it and we wanted to, um, kind of test how it would work in conjunctions with heavy pack outs, you know? So ultimately we, we, we feel really good about this. Now, um, someone, someone, a, a friend DM'd me the other day and, uh, basically said a group like us came out with a, some bunch of new t-shirts that ultimately looked like ours. And, um, it, it's crazy that I just got messaged that. And then I, I've subscribed to Andy for sales, Andy Graham. And I don't know if you guys looked at his email this morning, but it, it kind of paralleled copycatting people. And so I want to talk about this. We came up with this shock core design that one of the biggest bino harness manufacturers, in my opinion, um, copied us super annoying. There's not a patent for it. Um, but ultimately copied our shock core design. They didn't poof coming out of that out of the top of their head. Um, they blatantly copied us and we're not going to threaten lawsuits and all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's just kind of a bummer. You know, someone asked me if we were going to go after him or, you know, do anything. It's like, do we have, do we have a patent? No, you know, we're a pretty small company. So we we're, we're I mean, I don't even know if that stuff's patentable, but there's a lot of work and money that goes into patent, but you just hope that people don't copy your stuff, whether it's a t-shirt, whether it's a bino harness, in my opinion, you should absolutely support authenticity, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I don't know, I don't really have, uh, I don't have respect if you, if you can't, if you can't be authentic. Uh, and so back to that, statement about the anagram. I'm going to read this for everyone. Copying is not the sincerest form of flattery. Okay. It's a strategy that guarantees you will never gain any real traction in business or life ever. So I was reading this this morning at the gym after I got that DM. And then I was thinking about how this other company kind of copied our shock core design with that hood pullover. And, and, and he says, here's why you have no idea what other people are doing, even if it's working. There are plenty of people and companies that may look like they have their shit together on the outside, but the truth is they could be just days away from being completely broke. (laughs) That is so true. We don't really know what's going on internally, whether it's another company or someone else's life. Uh, And I thought that there's so much truth to that, but the truth is they could be just days away from going completely broke. Everyone is great at looking the part, but these are often the people who are struggling the most. In today's world, it is impossible to tell who's actually winning and who's faking it. This should concern you. If you pick a great person or business to copy, you are likely copying something that took years to develop. Here's what I mean. You're copying the ideas and innovations the person or brand discussed two, three years ago. When you do this, you're copying what you perceive them to be right now, not what you're currently working to become or becoming, meaning you will always be behind, making you old news. People recognize a knock off when they see, knock off when they see one. And you know what? Some people might not, but, yeah. event, but eventually they will. 
And we're talking about this so people recognize the real ones and who come up with something first. Well, it Whether like it's a t-shirt design or something. Have already. Of, they're yeah. messaging you. Yeah. So. Pe- people know. So um, when people see that as a copy of another brand, the brand equity suffers. Amen. You know, we, we don't ever try to want to be like anybody else. We want to be us. And it's like I said on my Instagram story, we're just, we're just being us. And th- this is, this is who we are. And you know, some people like us, some people may not agree with all of us or even like us, but man, I, I think it, if anything, you should respect and be kind and be positive and love and love one another and work to build, uh, build people up as opposed to putting people down. And I think that's karma that comes back around to you. I think you're going to receive that in return if you put that out. If you actually want to build a meaningful, impactful brand, be original. Look inward. Create your own lane. Take the effort you put into stealing other ideas and put into figuring out what unique ideas you can bring to the table. It's a far more effective strategy than being a carbon copy of someone else. I don't know. I just thought that was powerful. I'm not going off on any tangents right now, but I thought someone messaged me. There's another brand out there, copied your designs, which has happened a dozen times. And then, you know, obviously our shot core design, a bunch of people already know about that. And, and then that, that email popped up from Andy. I'm like, man, that's pretty powerful. Just being original, stay in your own lane, create something yourself. If you're copying someone else, you're already behind them because they, they probably developed that two, three years ago. That's usually how it goes, especially with the development world. Yeah. It's always two, three years out. So yeah, I guess they can wait to see what comes out next and yeah. then copy that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, if, if you're copying, in my opinion, you're losing. Already. Yeah. So, uh, but any, but anyway, Aaron and I were super, super excited about, uh, this vinyl harness and, Again, we think we're probably going to be have some for sale or at least pre-sale uh, early July to mid-July. And we uh, we can't wait to get your support with it, get your feedback, get some videos, and um, and help us out. So uh, without without you guys, there would be no us, and we wouldn't get to go out and create this killer content. We'd still be doing it, of course, but we'd just be doing it on a different level. So thank you so much for all your support. Any, anyone have anything else to add to that? Nope. Cool. Uh, what are some of the other things we're working on? Ooh. Facebook group. Facebook group. We're putting a lot of effort into that. Yeah. We want you guys to be a part of it. So, yeah, private Facebook group. We're going to do some really cool stuff with it. Exclusive content, giveaways, Peyton, not only fans type of stuff. Pay- <laughs> Whoa. That, pay- you had to pay for that one if you guys want to follow hey, me you don't there. have to pay for this stuff. <laughs> But exclusive content, we're going to be doing some really cool giveaways. And one of my favorite things, you're going to be the first to uh, have the opportunity to grab some of our new gear. Like the Bino Harness. Like the Bino Harness. So we're really excited about this group. We're going to be doing some, we've already been on there. We've done some really cool in-depth reviews. And we're going to, we're just started. So it's just getting underway. But yeah. it's going to be really cool. We're excited about it. Yeah, absolutely. And hey, by the way, um, we're going to be introducing people to more fitness, more more supplements over there too. So I know on the last podcast, we put a for- first form link in there, but I don't think that first form link is working. So we might, if you did buy first form and you came through us, reach out and message us or uh, send us an email, ericamulefreak.com so you, you get, we can get you associated with us. So uh, we're trying to build that um, on the outdoor side. But yeah, that fi- private Facebook group. Um, if you don't have Facebook anymore, I would highly recommend reactivating your Facebook account so you could join us in that group. It's going to be very private, very personal, very one-on-one with folks. Uh, it's going to be a tight-knit group of individuals and friends being able to help each other, being able to learn from each other, and ultimately, ultimately, ultimately support one another. 
um, with positive reinforcement and positive feedback. So yeah, no dicks allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, no, no jerks guys, (laughs) no mean people. No, but, um, we, we just can't reach out to people, um, hundreds of thousands of fans on Facebook and, uh, Instagram, uh, at this same level. So we're really excited about this group. So definitely join the private Facebook group. We're going to be doing some giveaways over there. Uh, we're going to be doing stuff we're not doing elsewhere, even on YouTube. So, uh, behind the scenes content, you guys are going to get a crack at the vinyl harness first. We also have a glassing pad that is pretty sick that we're, we're, we're coming out with the f- private Facebook group is going to get access to those things first. Um, trying to think of any other products, rifle cover, rifle cover, new rifle cover coming out. It's going to be, uh, similar to very, very similar to this one. We always Uh, got stuff coming. Yeah. So belts, (laughs) we always got ideas that we're running through. So we're going to have a lot of, a lot of cool things in 2022. So we're underway with, yeah, right around the corner. So, um, I, we just can't thank you guys enough. So, uh, we appreciate you. We'd love to see you over there. We'd love to see your contributions over there too. Uh, in the form of engaging, liking, commenting. Uh, There's a lot of stuff to be learned over there. Um, And we're all kind of taking different days. So it's not like you're going to see me all the time or see Aaron all the time. Tyler's going to contribute. Peyton's going to contribute. And um, it's, we're going to do a lot of learning and it's, it's fun to learn. So love to see you guys over there. Okay. So now, now I think we do, I'm going to try to be better at incorporating a little bit of fitness into this and more dedicated fitness talk. Um, I wanted to talk about the post, the pre-workout and the post-workout stack. Now, let me tell you about pre-workout. Um, if you're sensitive to caffeine, if you get nauseous taking a pre-workout, um, if you feel like pre-workouts haven't worked for you in the past, you need to listen to this, okay? Okay, so let me talk to you about Megawatt. We're going to include a link uh, in the podcast somewhere for this so that you can check it out. Megawatt is about 150 grams of natural caffeine. It's an electrolyte based pre-workout, which means that, um, it's not dehydrating you as you go hard. Okay. So caffeine is a natural diuretic diuretic, which dehydrates you is what that means. And so having this megawatt replenishes you. Now we've used it on hunts. We've used it at the gym and it's absolutely incredible the way you feel. Now you don't get that nausea. At least I don't. I don't get that nauseous feeling. I don't get that dumpy feeling. I don't get that weak feeling after the the hit wears off. Uh, it doesn't have uh, it doesn't some- have beta alanine, which makes your skin crawl. It gives you that big big burst at the beginning, and then it tapers off after a few yeah. minutes. It, it it lasts. Yeah. Um. So, my favorite flavor is grape. Pink lemonade, uh, Rocket Pop is another good one. And if if you're just the type of guy that goes to the gym and you're going to sit and and just lift and not move around and be active and run and jog and and do more CrossFit type of stuff, I don't think Megawatt's the answer for you. I think it is the answer for you if you're really getting after it, if you're keeping up a sweat the entire workout, if you're going hard and and you're exerting yourself, there's not going to be a better pre-workout. Why would you say CrossFit? I'm saying CrossFit's good if you do CrossFit. Oh, I, you said if you do CrossFit, it's not for you. I thought that's oh, what you did said. Did I say that? That's not what I meant. No, I, I get what you meant. How yeah. you said it. Oh, okay, yeah. my bad. Your your brain's going reverse today. You you said if you, if you don't go hard and you do like CrossFit, then it's if not you for you. If you do like CrossFit, then it's for you. Gotcha. Yeah, if you're going to sit at the bench and just bench, text. Yeah, and text and bench. I watched and, the kid do, do that for like 45 minutes today. <laughs> uh, we don't judge anyone. Tease Earl, but that's funny. Uh, was it Scott? Just it's okay. It, it's okay to p- 
point out something though. I'm not judging the kid. Yeah, he just no. sat there for 45 minutes on his phone. That's funny. <laughs> Sometimes it's his arm day. Yeah. <laughs> so, but my my point is, it's you're not gonna you're not gonna get what you, you if you're not sweating. That's that's the electrolyte in that that pump's not gonna kick in for you. But if you're getting after it and really exerting yourself, whether you're hiking, hunting, even uh, running, running, jogging, running, jogging, oh, you feel absolutely amazing yeah. on it. Um, I try to always start my workout with eight ounces of water and maybe just a little bite of rice cake or banana to just try to give me a little bit of energy. And then I won't talk about the intro workout yet because I don't want to overwhelm you with products, but I am going to talk to you about the post-workout. Now, this post-workout is Ignition and Formula One. We'll include a link for that. And I'm telling you, when, when my buddy Jake introduced me to this, he says, you'll never experience recovery like this. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, you're, you're never going to see that soreness go away quicker than when you use this post-workout stack. And it um, decreases uh, recovery time. It's got BCAAs. It's easy on the stomach. I've I've had, even with proteins, I've had like the gut ache. I don't feel well when I take them. I don't get that with this. This is the first time for me ever that I felt good on a supplement. And I've been using this since July, disclosure. And I tested it for four or five months. So I'm just not talking about it now because... Um, first forms throwing money at us. They're not for the record. Um, they're, they're not a sponsor of, of Muley Freak. Uh, it's just something we believe in and it's a core group of individuals and from their, from their culture, their core values, they're, they're incredible. So we want to teach more people about this and we want to help them get into the hunting sector. So post pre-workout, post-workout stack, all the flavors are really good. I just ordered vanilla. Um, Fruity Loops, my favorite. Orange Dream Sickle. Fruit Punch is really good. Root Beer, all those are really, really good. I'm um, trying vanilla. I just had some Aaron's Watermelon this morning. It's good. Watermelon is probably not my favorite, but I still liked it. Um, some of those others are my favorite. So take that with water. Yeah, you don't want to drink it with milk or oat milk or any of that because you're, that workout just took that fat out of your body. And you don't want to put that fat back in. So mix it with water. Tastes delicious with water. I go two scoops Formula One. Uh, you're supposed to do a scoop and I'll do a three-quarter scoop. Um, and anyway, uh, I want you to experience that. So there'll be some links there for you. Anything else on that topic that I missed with the pre-workout and post-workout? No. You know, this pre-workout too and post-workout stock has helped weed me off energy drinks. I've, if you, if you look at these, there's 50 servings in megawatt, so it's going to last you longer than a month. And if you look at that and think, oh, it's expensive. Uh, how much you spend in a week at the gas station and energy drinks and anything else you're eating or drinking? Oh, you can easily do 12 bucks a day. Easy. Easy. An energy drink's three dollars. Yeah. Then you get a snack with it, and all of a sudden you're at five or six. That's what <laughs> lunch should cost. Yeah, I've had a Should've. few people tell me that. Oh, well, that stuff's expensive. I'm like, no, it's not. Not compared to what you're doing at the gas station every day. Yeah. Gas stations are twelve expensive. Twelve times six, and then times that by four. That's a lot of money. So. Yeah, the gas station. It's not as cheap as no. you think it's going to no, be. Anytime you go on no, there. No. No. You're ready to put your money back into your health. Yeah. Well, then you go there and you're like, well, I'm just, uh, I'm just going to get a drink. You, you go get a drink and you're like, oh, gosh, I forgot lunch today. So gosh. you grab a burrito. And that muffin now you're at seven bucks. <laughs> and then you're like, well, now, now I need some like gummy worms for the rest of the day. So now you're 12 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then you're like, oh man, there's a, there's a protein bar that is, looks good. I'll try that healthy alternative. You eat it and it's gross. Oh yeah. I'd like, <laughs> oh, I, I'm telling you. So we like should talk dirt. about the level one bars. Those level one bars are absolutely amazing. I will put this level one bar in taste against a Kit Kat, Snickers, Butterfinger, Milky Way, you name it, and it's healthy for you. It's got 20 grams of protein. 
um, and they taste delicious. They have 260, 270 calories, so they're they're like a meal replacement bar. And I had someone ask me the other day, eighty seventy four dollars for uh, thirty. I'm like, dude, it's like eating lunch. When can you eat lunch for two dollars and fifty cents? Yeah, and cur- have it taste delicious. Curbs your hunger, keeps you from the gas station. It's actually healthy. Did I say? And it tastes amazing. So yeah, level one bars. Chocolate crunch is my number one, and cookie dough. What's yours? Those two probably. Cookie dough, chocolate crunch. Yeah, I I, I really like the good. PB pretzel. PB pretzel is good. Salty caramel is pretty good too. Um, I've heard birthday cooks cake's not great. No, uh, that's I don't. That's my least favorite. And and the mu- blueberry muffin. I've never Joe said it. I haven't never tried had it, that one. But I think I tried the birthday cake. I didn't really love it. Yeah, chocolate peanut butter pretzels, dang good. Yeah, really good. I need to order that one again, just so I can try it. Peyton, which ones do you like? You've tried a few. The I think it's the peppermint bark one. They, it's seasonal yeah. though, right? Yeah, it's more seasonal. You though. let me try that one, th- like the first one I ever had. That you let me try, and I thought that was really good. Yeah, it's good. Apple crisp is good. The and then I don't even know half good. the time. You guys just like here, have this half, and I'm like, okay. And I don't even know what I'm eating, but I'll eat them, and they taste good. Yeah. yeah. All right. In other news, we're going to talk about. Uh, Aaron had a story that he saw online about a uh, sergeant so and so. Aaron, go ahead. Okay, I'll go ahead and read this. So, the fatal mauling of Sergeant of Staff Sergeant Seth Michael Plant by a female brown bear on Alaska's Joint Base Elmendorf Richardson late last week serves as yet another stark reminder of just how tenuous life in the backcountry can be. Staff Sergeant Plant was killed while scouting an area of, uh, I guess the Jaber is probably the short for that uh, place anyway for future land navigation courses so he was scouting for future land navigation courses he reportedly ventured too close to a den that this that the sow and her cubs were inhabiting when she sprang upon him and one of his companions plant was pronounced dead upon reaching the hospital and an unidentified surviving soldier was released with non-threatening injuries Hmm. crazy there's a lot we don't know about that. Like, what was the other guy doing? You know? Yeah. Was he a, shooting? Did he, were either of them armed? Did either of them have yeah. bear spray? Did he spray her? Did she still just hammer him? You would definitely think that they'd be armed, right? Yeah, you would think in Alaska. Yeah, what happened to the bear? Yeah, did they kill the bear? Like maybe a, maybe they were scouting different parts of the area or something, so they were separated or... Maybe he was away. Yeah, maybe they were separated. It was away before you cast judgment on that guy. Yeah, we don't know the whole story. I'm sure it doesn't take long for a grizzly to... Kill you. Kill you. Oh, man. You, have you seen in The Revenant where she attacks him, that she bear, and she sits and stomps on his rib cage? Can yeah. you imagine an 800-pound animal just compressing you on as powerful as though that would that would crush your uh, your lungs and your heart? Yeah, that's yeah. insane. It's insane. And and the way that they showed that on the Revenant is is how that uh, the guy in Montana explained it too, or Wyoming when he was hunting and he got mauled. She's pounded on his chest, yeah, like got got on his back and just kept like boom, boom, boom. How much? How's that even survivable? Yeah, your ribs I don't know. would never be the same. Ever, I don't care if they heal or not. They would he- they would heal, but they would never be the same. Oh, I'm sure. No, ooh, no, would suck. They'd be, you'd want to. Yeah, if you, if you had a little fifty pound two year old step on your rib cage, it don't feel good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, that's crazy. That's really sad. Jeez, uh, sad for his family. He, 
I can't imagine joining the military and then you get killed by a bear. Yeah. Yeah. You would, you would never think. And here, you know, here's the interesting thing. It's like you said in that post, it's a stark reminder of just how, um, how fragile life is, especially in the backcountry. I was thinking about it. I'm going to head out this weekend solo on a, a backcountry bear hunt. And it's like, man, I know there's lions there. I know there's bears there. I mean, there's a lot of things that can really happen to you. I've never really thought about that. There's a lot of things that can hap- happen. Um, that's why it's not really that good to go alone. It really isn't. And I've never really had a problem with it. I'll do it all the time. But, uh, yeah, it's never the greatest idea to go alone. Well, yeah, there's just so many things that can happen, whether it's a uh, falling on your broadhead or, uh, for example, Hunter Weems, our buddy in Arizona, he's a guide. He, uh, nicked his femoral artery. He did? With it. Yeah. I didn't know that. And, uh, and then Tyler Mott was carrying sheds out and I don't know if you remember this, but he fell on his shed. He got like a, Oh, I do remember that. He got like a. I think it was like a 12-inch gash I do remember on, that. on his inner thigh or whatever. I mean, that could have... Oh, yeah. And, and then I think it, it went like two inches, three inches deep into his skin. And yeah. So, I mean, there's just... Well, I was thinking about you when you were packing out your bear over those heavy rocks. That'd be easy to get hurt like that, too. Yeah. Like, all it takes is one slip, one fall, and you, in a steep side hill you with a 100-pound pack, you wouldn't be able to stop yourself. No. Peyton... Peyton on the scree in the scree garden, you know, when he jumped to miss the rattlesnake, like he's oh, lucky yeah. he was able to stop. The rock almost rolled on Tyler. Oh yeah, they ah, he was right in front of me. Yeah. That big boulder, like I think that, if he was by himself and not rolled on him, he'd be few hundred pound boulder just started. Like I saw it collapsing on his leg, and Tyler just like slipped it out last second. I was yeah. like, oh, Tyler just looked back at me with these big eyes, and he's like, that was like. I don't see Tyler get scared a lot, but he's like, well, I just dodged a bullet. Yeah. But. Well, Scree Garden's vicious. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> get you a lot of different ways. There. That's <laughs> why we always talked about that and would laugh, because the Scree Garden can get you in a lot of different ways. Yeah, always cross, always cross it in 50-degree cloudy weather. <laughs> yeah. Cause as long as it's not wet and rainy. 90-95 is, is miserable on the Scree Garden. Miserable. But anyway, was there anything else in recent news? I don't know. Peyton was talking to me about something that he read that was interesting. Oh, I was just, there was an email from the DNR talking about, oh, since they're getting out and hiking, how to like prevent mountain lion attacks or what to do if you see a mountain lion. And then like the last thing was like, if you have to like fight. fight. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. Too. I just always remember when I was a kid growing up hearing about a guy, I think from Montana that had got attacked by one and he used his hand and he just shoved it the mountain lion was biting on him and he just shoved it down its throat until it suffocated so i was trying to find that story but then there was one that was more recent from like two years ago colorado yeah in colorado where the guy pretty much suffocated it he finally got it it was just a juvenile cat yeah. too finally got it locked down and freaking broke its windpipe with a rock and but he, he'd almost died from that he was all torn up and it was just a juvenile cat well, just imagine that thing fighting you like how athletic imagine if it got its hind its hind feet up on here and was like scratching at oh, your he, chest he said the whole time it was scratching his back and stuff he finally got his back legs like pinned down and was able to get a rock and oh man bash his windpipe um, imagine one of those toms that you see that they kill in alberta that's like oh, killing sheep and stuff those giant big fat ones <laughs> so like yeah anything can happen out there but i think there's their news or their report said you want to try to act big and try to scare them off act big try to scare them off but, and then if you do get attacked fight like a crazy man yeah do whatever you can yeah protect your head your neck and your head 
because uh, obviously that's where the lion's going to try to kill you. Um, you know, so it's not a horrible idea to have a fixed blade on you too. So if you can reach in your binal harness or your pocket, have to fight with that. Imagine just a couple cuts to their, open their bellies up. They'd be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Maybe they wouldn't die immediately, but they'd lay off if their guts were hanging out. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it would, yeah. You, you probably want to have something on you. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, definitely. Oh, cats are everywhere. Yeah, there's a lot of cats. But at any rate, yeah, uh, this could be a short one. Um, definitely check out the first form links. Um, Want to tell you about some of the upcoming products we're working on so you guys can stay tuned. Also wanted to, you know, not beat a dead horse, but also let you know that you got to join that private Facebook group. It's going to be more personal experience over there. It's going to be tight-knit community, and you guys will be the first product before anyone else, before our email list and, all, and anyone else on social media. So we're going to... Uh, have you join us there and then answer those uh there's three questions you got to answer it's an email what type of hunter are you and who referred you to the group and if you approve of the rules so definitely get those answers so we can get you admitted if not you will get declined and you'll have to reapply so just a heads up there uh, we're not going to spam your email but we are we we will send you some messages from time to time as that group grows but at any rate we just want to thank you for everything uh we're super grateful for your support what you've done for us uh your support of the channel Definitely subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to our email list. Also, check out Base Map. Uh, scouting season's in full swing now. Uh, people's cards are getting hit. People are getting drawn. Um, Basemap.com forward slash Muley Freak. You can transfer all your waypoints over to OnX. And um, it's a better mapping experience, more features for less money. Uh, Basemap.com forward slash Muley Freak. We'll catch you guys on the next episode.